This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Join the conversation here on Kelly and Company by calling us 1-866-509-4545 and leaving us a voicemail. If you want us to play your message on air, please give us permission to do that and we would be happy to. You can also write us feedback at ami.ca is our central email address for inquiries and feedback and anything that you want to add to what we've been talking about. At AMI Audio is the handle on Twitter. If you want to find us there, we're pretty active on Twitter as well. I'm Ramia Amudin here with Brock Richardson, and it's time for us to get into some technology with Michael Fair. Hi, I'm Mike Fair. iPhones, iPods, and iPads are everywhere, and they're doing great things for the blind. We explore all that, plus audio entertainment, dramas, podcasts, internet radio, and games. We share it all on Kelly and Company. Sometimes it's the little things that really, really excite us. And Michael has been on a quest for the ideal keyboard, not just any keyboard, okay, the ideal keyboard for years. And after two months of what he calls truly terrific typing, he thinks he's finally discovered it. And you're going to tell us, Mike, why this keyboard is ideal for you and for blind people who need this high-quality, sturdy, compact keyboard experience. So... Starting there, why do you think it's important for people to put thought and effort into obtaining a good keyboard uh, and one that best suits your needs? Well, keyboards are, there are so many different kinds and they really are designed for different situations. And we use keyboards, some of us, for hours every day. And if we're spending that much time with something, it really pays off in a lot of different ways to get a really good tool that that really fits your particular needs mm-hmm. uh so in in you know in, in it that has a lot of different benefits it decreases your frustration with a keyboard that really suits you you're going to get faster typing speed if you if you're using a, a good keyboard that that also gives you better hand posture so these things add up uh and, and you'll have less achy hands you'll have you know you'll feel better uh using the keyboard so uh, it, it can all matter. Even psychologically, you know, some of the people go for these mechanical keyboards because they like the sound or, or things like that or the look. For sighted people, yeah. there's a lot of, of lighting, which doesn't do us any good. But, you know, <laughs> there are lots of different different things and different keyboards. So it, it really does pay to take some time and, and maybe spend a bit of extra money on a good keyboard that's going to last you. This keyboard has a uh, interesting name. Would you like yes. to tell us what it is? Yes, this is the Nufi, spelled N-U-P-H-Y, Air 75. Uh, it's called the Air 75 because it is a 75% keyboard. So it's it doesn't have the number pad. You get the function keys. You get all the keys that are really essential, including home end, page up, page down, uh, delete. Uh, and, and, of course, you get the function key row up top above the numbers. Uh, but you don't get the number pad, and that decreases the length uh, of the keyboard and makes it uh, more compact for travel. Mm-hmm. Uh, does this brand do other percentages? Fifty percent keyboard, hundred percent keyboard? Well, they do. Um, they do have uh, a, a sixty uh, Newfie Air sixty, uh, which is their newest 
uh, I believe. And it, uh, when you get down to that low, then now you're missing the function keys okay. and you, it starts to, you know, you got to think, do, is the compactness worth what I'm giving up at this point? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so that's kind for, of, yeah, especially as, for accessibility. As it gets smaller. Yeah, yeah exactly. You, and then you have to use the FN key to do other combinations. Like there are a lot of changes that's more keystrokes to get used to, uh, mm-hmm. in, in exchange for that compactness. So it becomes... Uh, diminishing returns as, as you get smaller kind of Maybe, thing. Maybe, yeah. So what uh, about this keyboard attracted you to it? Well, there's there's a lot here. Uh, you know, better than the K, uh, Keychron K3, I started hearing videos comparing uh, this keyboard with my other favorite, the Keychron K3. And it just, the more I heard about it, the more I thought, yeah, you know, this would satisfy, this would, would quash a lot of my annoyances <laughs> with that board it's slightly longer not a lot but just a little longer and and much heavier uh this thing is it weighs about half a kilogram so it's more steady on your lap uh which is helpful it uses much better keycaps uh pbt keycaps so that is nice they don't extend above the frame uh i almost lost a couple keycaps because it got caught on the edge of a bag as i put it in and they almost came off because they, they the edges of the keycaps got caught uh, as I was trying to put it in the bag, so I like having the that the, the there's no gap between the bottom of the keycap and the frame of the keyboard. Um, standard Bluetooth is used, so I thought it would probably report the battery level to my iPhone, which is another big thing. I can't know how much charge my Keychron board has. Uh, there's no way to tell. Uh, you just have to have good charging habits and keep it plugged in. So this would solve that problem as well. Why do you think this particular keyboard is suitable for blind users? Well, it's got a lot of tactile goodness going for it here. The keys are really well aligned. So the function key, the the keys are are right above the number. So if you're reaching up to get the function key 8 to pause or resume uh, uh, in iOS, if you're playing music, uh, you will hit that F8. Uh, It's exactly above the 8. There's no, you know, some keyboards, there's a little, you have to sort of move your finger over a bit to get at that key on the top row. Uh, it's not like that with this keyboard. It's just straight up uh, with that. You have uh, tactile power and, and selection mode switches for uh, OS selection. Uh, so on the back, there are the two uh, switches on the right side of the back of the, of the keyboard. And it's easy to tell that they're there. Uh, they're, they're, you move, you slide the switches, and they tick into position. So it's very easy to tell what position they're in. Uh, you can turn off the backlighting. That's another big annoyance. You know, you have uh, backlighting that does zero good if you're totally blind. You can reduce that and gain back the power that otherwise just bleeds off, generating light that you can't see. Uh, so that's kind of nice. And it does report the battery status uh, to the home widget. It's oh, also very great. sturdy. Yes, exactly. You just have to set up the Today View uh, in the in your Today View. Put the battery widget in there. I have it right at the top of mine, mm-hmm. and uh, it it shows you all the different uh, accessory levels of your battery if it reports. So it's good to have the keyboard in there. It's aluminum. This thing is sturdy. Uh, it'll take a bash. So you know that's great if you're blind. You're bound to bash it eventually, <laughs> and uh, it will survive or immediately. So <laughs> yeah, you know. So it's it's great that way. And, of course, the key caps and the key switches can be replaced easily. 
So all of that is is really great for blind people. Yeah, you've really been taking notes. And I do appreciate, too, not just for keyboards, but in so many circumstances, uh, we wonder, what's the battery level at? Because we're connecting a lot to our devices now, right? From earphones to extra battery packs to uh, the Bluetooth keyboards and so on and so forth. So having battery levels available to you is actually a a huge accessibility factor. Now, is there anything blind people should note to get started easier on this keyboard? Yes, there are a few things. The FN key is the special key that lets you do a lot of the functions uh, like wake and sleep mode, enabling and disabling, like pairing. Uh, the FN key is is two keys over from the space bar. So you go space bar, this, uh, there's one key, and then the next key over to the right is the FN key. You hold that down and you usually hit other keys to do things like like pairing. So uh, to pair is you hold down the FN key, you hit the numbers one through four, and you hold them down uh, for a little while to put it into pairing mode and uh, to hit FN and F1 like that, like a control combination. And you just hold those down. It will go into pairing mode, and then you connect the device you want to connect in that slot. So it's very simple. And then you just hit FN and the key, like one, two, or three, uh, to uh, briefly to switch between those key, those devices. So you, you can have up to four devices, uh, the including the wire, the one that you pl- have wired, and then three wireless ones. So it, it's great for that. Uh, you can connect stuff very easily uh, that way. The backlighting you can reduce uh, by hitting FN and down arrow, and then you can also put it into wake mode so it doesn't fall asleep after half an hour by ins- uh, FNW, and same with uh, FNS to put it back into sleep mode if you if you want it back again. Uh, so there's the controls are really easy. Uh, the switches, um, the left switch has three positions, that, uh, and going from uh, left to right, uh, they are wireless on the very left, wired in the middle, and off on the right. So if it's on the very right of the three positions, you know the keyboard is fully off and you're not wasting power. On the left, you have left switch has two positions, uh, the left one is Mac and iOS, and the right one is Windows and Android. So it doesn't get much more simple than that for getting a keyboard going uh, if you're blind. So amazing to sit here and listen to you, you know, tell us in detail about this keyboard. And I, it, it's made me intrigued in, into looking into getting this because you're doing such a good job at describing it. What are the physical dimensions of the actual keyboard? So it's like 31 centimeters by 13 centimeters, uh, which is enough to give you that, – that's a bit over a foot in length, and uh, it, it fits nicely on your lap. It's 60 millimeters thick, so <laughs> that is not too thick uh, at all. Uh, and the weight is about 523 grams, so a little over half a kilogram. That's enough to give it some heft and uh, put it on your lap, and it'll, it'll stay steady. So I very much approve of of their thinking on the dimensions of that. Mm -hmm. What kinds of key switches can you get for the keyboard? Did you explore that part of it? Yes. uh, I got uh, the brown switches. They're Gateron low profile is what they choose to use. And uh, that means the shorter key travel because the key taps are low to the keyboard. So the switches, you can get reds, which are linear. They're smooth up and down. Browns, which are tactile, that has a little bump, doesn't have any extra noise, but a little bump that tells you that you're pressing down and the key is 
is registered. It's pressed. You feel that little bump. And then blue clicky switches that add an extra click, uh, which I have no use for, but other people seem to like uh, when you press down on the keys. Uh, those switches are rated for 70 million clicks, so they'll last a while, and uh, you can remove them and replace them very easily. Uh, so that's a good thing uh, as as well. I got to wonder how people get down to the number of 70 million clicks. Like who sits there and says, well, this is how many clicks I think this will, will be able to tolerate. It's just so fascinating. It's a process of automated testing they'll do in the, in the labs where they build these machine, these tiny little switches that you can, you can remove and replace. It's hot swappable. So it's easy to do with the little tool it provides you. Crazy. Mm -hmm. Just to come down to 70 million. How about the, what about the keycaps are special, Mike? So the keycaps are another awesome part of this keyboard. Uh, they are the thinnest uh, PBT keycaps. That's a, a process of making keys that are of a certain plastic that they, they are less likely to wear. The, the characters on them are, won't wear off as easily. And they're just sturdier. They're more durable than the ABS plastic keycaps. Uh, they have a better texture. It's kind of a, a rough texture. Uh, little, not painful rough, but just rough enough. It doesn't attract oils. And uh, it, they have shallow little dimples in the keycaps that fit your fingertips nicely. So it's just a, a nice experience typing on this board with these keycaps. Mm -hmm. uh, battery life, you approve? Yes, battery life is about 48 hours, they say. That's in lab conditions. It's a 2500 MA battery. And uh, that gives you, they say, about a week of use between charges. I would never go that long without charging, but that's just me. Uh, and it depends on how bright you have the lighting. So uh, you reduce the lighting and you get longer battery life even than, than that. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's been great. I haven't it, it's exhausted it, but uh, it's, it's really held up nicely so far. Mm -hmm. Mike, we only got a couple seconds, so do you mind telling us how much the keyboard is? Yes, the, the keyboard is about 169 on Amazon uh, in Canada at least, and you can get uh, a case with it. That's another 30, uh, 30 or 40 bucks in that range. So, uh, and it also, you can get extra switches, different switches and keycaps uh, as well. So there's a few mm -hmm. things you can get if you like. And it's, it's a really uh, excellent, excellent board. Well, if you've spent money trying to find the ideal keyboard before, we kind of know the investment that it is, um, especially when we're thinking complete compatibility with our devices and everything else you've mentioned. Awesome crash course. Thank you so much, Mike. Yeah, no problem. We'll see you next week for more interesting tech stuff. <laughs> yes, looking forward to it. You can find the new Fee Air 75 on Amazon and on other uh, online retailers or directly from the company. And Mike will be back next week. After the break, we're checking in with UK's Fern Lellum. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Sean of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts.